Hey guys! Okay, so first of all, I'm more awake today. I'll let you know that one. Second of all, it is not Thursday night at midnight or Friday morning <laughs> when I recorded. It is Thursday morning and it is almost 9 a.m. And guys, I can't wait to share with you next week on my chip chat what the heck the Lord's been up to and how cool he's been and just giving me a morning routine even when it so freaking hard but more on that next week way more on molly right now molly is someone that i've actually only hung out with maybe like 20 minutes total in person and that's what i love about this podcast is that i've gotten to bring in people that hey you know what they've made an impact on my life they remember who i am which is so incredibly humbling but also they wanted to just chat and um, be a part of this community on Good Good Talks. So, oh my gosh, I forgot to introduce the show. Hello, Good Good Talks with Stephanie Lynn. Good Talks with good people about good stuff. (laughs) So, that's where we're at. And guys, I can't wait for you to meet Molly. She's so energetic, so fun. And um, she just shares a lot of her heart, some stuff that she's been going through, some seasons, and but also answers those questions of what is she celebrating and just some really good nuggets of wisdom for all of us in that adulting stage of what the heck are we doing. So without further ado, here is Molly and I's conversation. I'm hitting record right now. It's counting down. Perfect. Okay. Um, you work on Sundays, right? Yeah, so I only work on Sunday mornings. Okay. Um, and because I, I don't know if you like have followed my like social media, things, mm-hmm. but so like the last time you saw me, I was working at a church, um, just outside of Indy. But mm-hmm. now I am in Mattoon, which is just south of Champaign. Yeah. Um, and so I am in a communications director position, which I freaking love. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like any type of other ministry things it's all just like extra stuff mm-hmm. um and it's not like really a part of my job like it is but it's not you okay. know what I mean? like yeah. those kinds of things um so yeah like i i don't really do anything on sunday nights it's the best seriously are you drinking wine too sure am and i have cheese get it girl come on okay so just to like We'll just start, honestly, like, you already know I'm already recording, but you just, like, tell me about, tell me more about yourself, just, like, I guess, like, age, I guess, if you, like, you really want to get technical. Age, kind of explain a little bit of um, what you're doing right now, and then we'll kind of get into where we met, and then yeah. roll from there, so. Sweet. Okay, well, I'm Molly, and, which they probably know that, <laughs> I don't know. Hey, it's all right. We'll go with it. Um, but I, wait, I'm supposed to say, like, okay, yes, okay, sorry, I'm a little scattered right now. Dude, you're fine. Um, okay, so I'm 25, is that how old I am? Yes, I'm 25. Dude, who knows, like, we start counting, or stop counting after college. Right, like, after 20, you're just like, you're, I guess, 21. You're yeah, you're like, okay, hit it, and we're good from there. Yeah. Also not. Yeah. Extremely really confusing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you go to Champaign and go south, basically. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so I live there and I work at a church and I do communications and social media and Fun. that kind of stuff for my job. And I freaking love it. It's the best. How big is the church that you work for? 
600, like between 600 and 650. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's a little bit bigger than where I was previous, but yeah. not the biggest church I've, I've been a part of. Yeah. So. so what did you do previously? Um, so I was a youth minister, worked with middle school and high school students. Okay. So this is like a jump to. Yeah. yeah. And then before that, um, I worked in bridal, which was right. Like what? <laughs> Um, and then before that, I was um, an administrator okay. at a church. Oh, so, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what other things should I tell them about myself? Okay. Where'd you go to school? Oh, I went to um, Lincoln Christian University, okay. which is in Illinois, mm-hmm. uh, in the, literally in the middle of a cornfield. Mm, pretty much. So, people were like... Which is funny because I'm from Indiana, mm-hmm. and so, like, when I came over to Illinois, like, first of all, to go to school, people were like, oh, Illinois and Indiana are the so same. I'm like, no. You no, would no. just, you just know when you cross the border. It's literally right. insane. It's, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. Well, because you went to school in Indiana, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. I thought you went to, like, you went to Westland, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, because, you know, I'm an avid listener of Yeah. I love it so much. No, I love it so much. But anyway, so yeah, like, it was like, every time I went back to school, it was like, as soon as I crossed the border, I was, it wasn't that I was like, depressed, but I was just like, ugh, it just like, feels different. You just, yeah. There's honestly, it's so unexplainable, but it's kind of something that I have out here where Orange County has like, a butt ton of money compared to a lot of other counties in California. So the county that I lived in... Um, when I first moved out here and then I moved to Orange County, they like, they run up next to each other. So literally there's a mountain in between Orange County and Riverside County and you take, there's Ortego Highway is what it's called. It's like wrap, goes through the mountain, whatever. But you can tell literally right when you hit the county line, the roads are like completely different. And that's kind of like how Indiana and Illinois, I don't know how to explain it other than like the road changes. (laughs) It's just like, you feel different. Construction in Illinois. Always. Like, literally, every time I turn around, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I have to stop for 20 minutes because literally. they're fixing this freaking road. Well, especially the area that you're in, I feel like, is like anywhere between Champaign and Decatur, you just don't know what you're going to get. Awful. It's yeah. terrible. You're like, add half an hour to my trip because yeah. it's going to take forever yeah. to get anywhere. Seriously. What did you major in at Lincoln Christian? Um, yeah, so this is a fun, fun story. <laughs> in worship ministry okay and then I got a minor in youth and family ministries okay um, which I mean I loved both of them mm-hmm. it was great I wouldn't change that for anything um but I'm like I'm kind of using the like creative arts totally yeah side of it a little bit but I'm really not because it's like I do a lot of graphic design things in mm-hmm. my job and they like didn't teach me that yeah. there. Yeah. So I like I get here and my boss is like, Oh, so like you're gonna be great at this job, blah, 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 like in the interview process. And I'm like, Okay, well, like half of the things in this job I've literally never done yeah. in my life. So <laughs> Thanks for Thanks believing for in me, right? Like, what? Seriously. Um, Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess that like really gets into like how we met because Westside, which for listeners of, I interned at a church for six months, which is like, I've mentioned it to my friend out here, actually my roommate today 
they're they're doing rooted um yes small groups and I just did that at my old church but in Menifee here in California so um it was like on Instagram I was like oh my gosh I miss them she's like your old church in California I was like no my church in Illinois she goes I've never heard you talk about that I was like all right maybe I think I have it just everybody when you aren't with people on that side of the story like it's just kind of okay you've been at three churches I don't know I can't tell the difference of which one you're talking about but right so anyway, it was kind of like a small blimp on the radar, but also like so incredibly significant in my life at that time. Um, I love, I love Westside. Dude. Well, because I, I interned there. I know. That's what I was going to say. Like we yeah, met, I, I don't even remember, but like, where did, you, where did your story start with Westside? Okay. So <laughs> we'll, we'll have to go back to my, um, first semester of my senior year of college. Okay. I was supposed to do an internship to like finish my degree the mm-hmm. second semester. And so my advisor had me placed already. Like I was the first one that he placed mm-hmm. because he knew that I was like super anxious about things. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I don't want you to have to freak out about this. How you're also taking 20 credit hours. So mm-hmm. like no need to, no need to stress. And I'm like, okay, yeah. great. Well, then the semester was halfway through and he calls me into his office because I hadn't heard anything from my internship lady. Yeah. And he's like, oh, by the way, she can't take an intern anymore, so you have to go um, go to this church in Springfield, which I knew um, Chelsea Ewald. Oh, that woman of the Lord. Left her. <laughs> he did choreography for our musicals at Lincoln. She is, so, like, all over the board went, amazing. Just, oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I knew her. Yeah. And so when Jeff was describing West Side to me, he was like, oh, it's where Chelsea's husband works. And I'm like... Okay, great. So, gotcha. like, literally, Chelsea Ewald is the only person that I know from this place. Mm-hmm. Cool. Like, whatever. So, I go, and um, he's like, so you'll have this meeting with Bethany. She's great. She graduated from our seminary, and he's, like, explaining all of it to me. Well, then Bethany starts following me on Twitter, and so I'm like, okay, great. Um, Gotta well, watch what you say. Like, we'll get along. <laughs> awesome. Which, like, none of my social media is, like, it's not awful anyway yeah there's no questioning about it I think it's just like a funny feeling of okay um now I need to like really be the best the best of myself and it's like it's like I was known in college for like quoting my friends on Twitter Mm -hmm. and like completely out of context like things that were so funny like even out of context but like in context they were even more hilarious yeah so like I'm like ooh, are any of those things like could that be mm, like just I mean I trust myself but who knows like there's we got those evenings where you just don't know it right (laughs) so then I like went through the interview process like with her and then Melissa and um Eric which okay this is funny because you know Eric Mm -hmm. um the very first time I met him I was like super intimidated yeah he I was like I was like I feel ya Yeah. He was like, no, I could just tell that you were really, really nervous. I was like, I was like, great. So then you just like acted like a weirdo. Yeah. That make me feel even more weird. Yeah. Thank you so much. But yeah, so I interned there from um, January until I graduated in May of 2014. Okay. Um, And then I left for about three months and did an internship with CIY. Yes. Um, okay. With move and all of that, and then came back in my full time role, um, doing administrative stuff for the worship department and the youth ministry. 
Okay, and then how long were you there doing that? Um, a little over a year. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like, I just could... It's so funny how starting there... So my story of getting there is kind of like... I went to a smaller church in town. It's called uh, Western Oaks Baptist Church. I don't know if you heard yeah, of it. Yes, so he was my high school pastor, um, and pretty much, like, through my college years, it just kind of started dwindling a little bit, church politics, all that stuff, and it was extremely hard to leave, but I also, West Side was kind of, like, our competition in a way of, like, just didn't, it was either West Side or Cherry Hills, like, you just didn't, it was just kind of, you don't touch one, you don't touch either one, like, you just stay in your little bubble, um, but pretty much what was happening was, like, people from my church, all of my mentors, like, both Kendall Throckmorton and, um, do you know Julie Schultz at all? I don't know if you know her name. Okay, Kyle Schultz is a photographer, um, in the area, then, so anyway, they both were, like, my mentors in high school and college. They okay. all start going to Westside, and so Brian, like, I think it was my summer between between junior and senior year was when Brian started at Westside. And when we know, we, like, understood he's leaving Western Oaks to go to Westside. So there's, like, a little tension in that of, like, oh, my gosh, you know, like, right. why is he doing that kind of thing? I'm totally out of the loop, so I don't even know what's going on. But I come back from graduating and all my people are at this big mega church in Springfield, Illinois that we said we would never go to, you know? <laughs> right? Um, and then Brian just calls me up randomly. Actually, I saw him at a friend's wedding and told him I didn't know what I was doing with my life. And that was kind of like led him to say, hey, we have this internship two weeks later. So it's just literally like so funny of I never wanted to step foot in that church. And now yeah. it, that would be the number one reason I'd go back to Illinois in a heartbeat. Yeah. It's like, I, like, obviously, I was going to say, I couldn't remember when we crossed paths because. Yeah. I think that's what really kind of blew me away too was like, I just had so much judgment towards it and it was totally unfair because my, I mean, I literally came to them like I was depressed, didn't know what I want to do with my life. And I was completely just like, so out on the table. I don't, I don't have a filter whatsoever. So pretty much when I started interviewing for teaching positions six months later, Brian sat me down. He's like, Steph, like, don't, we love how honest you were in our first interview but don't be that way whenever you interview for other places (laughs) I was like sweet cool 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 yeah yeah I'll remember that um it was really funny of I'm just so thankful that they like took me in all the mess that I was and oh my gosh yeah just the home like you're saying even just six months of 
I don't even know how to explain it. They're just wonderful people and doing church right. And yeah, I, and it's like, since I left, um, cause like I didn't leave on bad terms at all, mm-hmm. um, but I was, it was just like the role that I was in was not the role that I like that I was wired for and that I was created for. Mm-hmm. Um, and like they knew that and it's, it's fine. And we didn't leave with any hard feelings. And, um, when I started the, um, the bridal shop job, like, I actually know what I wanted to do. Like, mm-hmm. I knew that I wanted to be in ministry. I knew that I wanted to help people. Um, but I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, I'll just work in bridal and figure it out and it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, as I was interviewing for different churches and all those kinds of things, like, people from Westside were the first people that would, like, reach out to me. Mm-hmm. And then when I finally, like, got the job that I was in previous to the one I'm in now, uh, they were like, if you need anything, like, let us know. Like, mm. please don't ever hesitate to just be like, hey, I need X, Y, Z. Like, please help me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, they've been that way literally the entire time. Which oh, my gosh. So good. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Because, I mean, as much as – because you were kind of alluding to it before, like, with the whole Western Oaks thing. Like, as much as, like, you look at the big churches and you're like, oh, my gosh, they have so many – things that they can do and they're so big and like ooh, we don't like them but it's like the church itself like there's there's no competition like, no we're all, we're all like the family of god and mm-hmm. we should all be helping each other and supporting each other and and doing things to help you know spread the gospel like yeah. we should and um so i like i just love the fact that west side's like you know we are this big church but we want to help and yeah. we want to do what we can mm-hmm. um so yeah I don't know. Like, that's something that I learned, especially when I was there, Mm -hmm. like, that that shouldn't be a thing. Yeah, for sure. And honestly, like, it's so funny of how I thought it was a mega church, and then I literally now go to freaking Saddleback Church, which is, like, over 20,000 people. when you were like, oh, the mega church in Springfield. I was like, you go to freaking Saddleback? Yeah. Yeah, who I don't even know what I like. From I mean, and that's when people are like, "Oh, where'd you go to church?" Because I say it was a big round. Like, um, it's actually it's like two people compared to Saddleback. So we're just gonna. Well, I mean, for for Midwest. Exactly for Midwest, it's it's big. It's big, yeah. And I mean, because I like when I go places, like especially for my job now, because I like do a lot of like. like, connecting with different churches and those kinds of things, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I used to work at Westside, and they're like, oh my gosh, do you know Eddie Lowen? And I'm yeah. like, uh, um, his wife is my favorite person in the whole freaking yeah. world. Me and Eddie go way back. Uh, yeah, we're like Bithels. <laughs> yes, that's so true, of like, when in the Midwest, it's way different than, yeah, Southern yeah. California is just like a freaking different place in itself, yeah. and yeah, oh my gosh, so fun. I, yeah, I will, well... I'm going to tell you, but I have to remember, edit this out of seven, seven minutes. I'm surprising my parents, um, the first week of January. So, um, I emailed Eric and was like, I would love to be on the worship team for that weekend, please. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I haven't done worship in so long because I moved from my old church in June. And so I just have not done anything like musically since then. And I miss it so much. Um, I just have to tell you this conversation that I had with Eric. Yes. Um, after we were both back at Westside. Yes. I was, I don't even remember. Oh, I think I had listened to one of your podcasts. Mm-hmm. And I texted him and I was like, okay, I have this, I have this thought. And he's like, oh dear, with you, like, 
who knows what yeah. this thought is. And I'm like, can you imagine if both Steph and I were at Westside at, at the same, same time? He was like, I would have gotten nothing done. Because I would like go annoy him all the time. Yeah. Because I would be like, oh, I need this from you. Like, sign receipts because he would never check his mailbox. Yeah. And I'm like, Hey, I need you to sign these so that way Terry doesn't get mad at me. Yeah, yeah. Or you. So hi, let's get this done. Yeah. And then I would just be ridiculous, like in that whole way. He's like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. I was the only intern up until June. So then Kaylee and um, Jenny came. Yeah. Those girls. At first, I didn't want to share an office with anyone because I'm an introvert. But it was mm-hmm. literally the best That's two months of my life. That you're an introvert. I. I am. It surprises myself. <laughs> so. I surprise myself. I surprise myself in it. No. Um. But oh my gosh. So I. Yeah. I. You can look at my productivity from like January to May was solid, and then when I got those two other interns, like I don't even know what I got done. So sorry, Westside. I get to school with Jenny. I love her. Oh my gosh, those girls. Oh my gosh. Um. Yeah. Okay. So I could talk to you about that for like freaking ages, but with that being connected to like part of your story, obviously, but now where you are in this role, um, what I'm, have you read garden city before? Have you heard of that book? No. Okay. It's by John Mark Comer. Check it out. Let me write this down. Write it down. I got all of the, all of the writing utensils and things right here. Yes. Um, so it's a book that I'm reading right now. I'm like, kind of just like chunking through it because it's just so much goodness at one time, you know? Um, but what it's kind of talking about is like what you are created for essentially of like, we all are like have a jack of trades, but we're all made to be like really good at one thing. Um, so going into your position now, where, what do you feel like your one thing is? Are you, do you feel like you're getting there closer to it? Like, you know, I'm like, I'm still trying to figure that out because um, one of the things that I learned about myself, like within internship positions and just within like being in ministry, like, yes, I am an extroverted person, mm-hmm. but like when I have a job to do, I have a job to do. Yeah. And so like, um, I, I needed something that had a good balance of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, like, I am a creative, yeah. which is completely weird because, um, I'm also a type A personality. Mm-hmm. So like I'm a type A creative, which is like a freaking unicorn. Yeah. And then like I'm an extrovert who also like wants to get down to business, which mm-hmm. is also a unicorn. Yeah. And yeah. so it's like all of all of my personality, people are like, no, you're Just contradicting trying. yourself. Yeah. Like, figure it out. Yeah. Um, and so this job in particular, like, it is all of that. Like it is mm. a unicorn job. And so because so, cool. it's like I go into the office and I'm there, you know, from nine to four thirty, which my boss makes fun of me for because everyone else gets there at eight thirty. And I'm like, listen, I started, and you said between eight thirty and nine, I'm getting there. At 9. Like nine is where I'm settling, so right. <laughs> give like, me the chance. Like, that's where I'm gonna be. But then the, so like the office closes at four. I'm there till like four thirty or five. So yeah. I'm still getting my stuff done. It's yeah. Just later. Anyway, that's the thing. job because it's like I'm there for that long yes I have meetings and yes I have people interaction but it's Mm -hmm. like I have a list of things to do as well Mm -hmm. and they're fine with me just you know 
getting, busting that stuff out and mm-hmm. doing the creative things that I need to, but also doing the administrative things and the grammar checking and mm-hmm. um, all of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like this position I'm thriving in more than I thrived in, in any other position that That's I've awesome. been in. Yeah. Um, which is just like really cool um, because I like, I have a heart for teenagers and I have a heart for like seeing them develop their lives and, and follow Jesus in, in really close ways. Um, and so I thought that that's really what I wanted to do. And yeah. then I got in a position where like, that's what I was doing. And yeah. I was like, this isn't, this not, this isn't me. <laughs> yeah. Um, like I love being able to write the curriculum and being able to spend time with teenagers, but it's like the, the volunteer aspects of it. And, yeah. and maybe it was just that, location and that culture Mm -hmm. um but there were just parts of it where I was like this is not my forte and it's not something that um I feel like I will be able to grow into and succeed in that yeah Um, which you know like we all have shortcomings and we all have things that you know we need to grow and stretch ourselves in for sure I was like you know just assessing this and assessing me and my personality and the way that God wired me Mm -hmm. like that's that's not where I need to be and what I need to be doing. Yeah. Um, and so this job just opened up right at the perfect time. Um, mm. There were some things where I was like wrestling with, with that job. And I'm like, God, if this is really where you want me, like I'll stay yeah. and I'll stretch myself and I'll, I'll do it. But um, if there is something else that is the perfect fit for me, please make that evidently clear. Yeah. Um, and let me, let me know what that is. And like, as soon as I was, I was praying that, um, literally the next morning, one of my friends called me and was like, yes. Hey, my youth minister is now an executive pastor at this church and they're looking for a communications person. And let's I go. Think you are the best person for this job and you're mm-hmm. the only name that came up. And so he was like, Can I give him your name? And mm-hmm. I'm like, Well, sure. Lord, like, if this is the door, like, let's go. <laughs> yeah. So, like, that's how it happened. And then from, from that call to eight days later, like, I ended up in the position that I'm in. And yeah. so it's just like, and then I got here, and I'm, like, learning all the things and, and doing everything in my job. Yeah. Um, I've, had a, I've had a really rough month, so it's, like, kind of getting back to the, um, just, like, personally, not with the job. Yeah. Um, but yeah. it's, like, getting back to, you know, the swing of things in the group. Mm-hmm. It's, like, I'm, I'm ready to get back, and I'm ready to do my job because I love it. And yeah. I've never felt that before. Like, I've never been, like, yes, I want to go to work today. Like, yeah. yeah. And, and, like, it was, it was that way with my internship because it was all, like, creative fun things but it was like I didn't really have I had responsibilities but not like make or break ones yeah it's it's different when you're an intern of like there's still it's a it's like a beautiful in between of you can fall extremely flat on your face and you are going to be okay and actually you can more lean towards falling on your face than actually trying to succeed because you know you can but whenever you're in that grown-up position of like no, I got to get this shit done. Right. If I mess up, it's okay. But also, there shouldn't be any mess up. So, like... Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So, yeah. so That's... how long have you been in this position, then? Um, I started in September. So, okay. like, going on month four. Mm-hmm. Right? Because mm-hmm. we're coming on December. Yeah. Yeah. So, so good. Yeah. Still, still new. Yeah. Still in the honeymoon phase, but, like... Absolutely it's so good maybe that's what my west side one was like mine was just the whole um uh honeymoon phase of the six months (laughs) if i would have stayed any longer yeah oh that's so good um so leading into that of what it could be with your job but what are you celebrating right now with this new 
I don't know, like you said, it's been a hard month of like, what can, can we dig and find some good in it? (laughs) Yeah. So, oh my gosh. So let me just, let me just kind of tell you about my month. Let's do it. it, uh, Okay. So backstory, when I was 18 years old, I was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. Okay. Um, So coming on six, six years of being diagnosed with that. Okay. Um, And and isn't type, and type 1 isn't the one that comes randomly in like isn't it type two that like usually you so type two is usually the one where it's like um and this isn't to like stereotype people but it's like if you're overweight yeah like don't eat well yeah like you can control it in a way right yeah Yeah. so like before it comes um, when people are diagnosed with type two which is what that one is um like they sometimes can control it more so with their diet and exercise instead of being put like on some type of insulin Mm -hmm. um Type 1 is where your pancreas just doesn't work at all. And so it just um, so happened when you were 19, like just kind of... Um, yeah, so they think that I developed it, um, which is a, another new thing, um, because when your body gets sick, it like fights off you know, germs and viruses and all of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you're sick for a long period of time, they've been finding that um, people's bodies are just so used to fighting things off that... Um, sometimes it attacks organs mm. um, and like shuts them down. Mm. So they think that um, because there was a stint where I was really, really sick, um, like my sophomore year of high school, mm-hmm. they think that that's what happened with me and it shut down my pancreas. Wow. Um, right. Like crazy. Cool. Um, awesome body. Of that. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Cause it used to be um, where like a, a child's pancreas wouldn't develop properly. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of thing, um, and so that's why it was more known as the juvenile diabetes because yeah. there's some more split kids, and then they just had it, you know, through yeah. their whole life. Yeah. Um, but they're finding more and more cases to where um, things like that happen to wow. where like your body is used to fighting things and shuts down. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what they think happened with me. So mm-hmm. that's really fun. Um, but so I've you know have been dealing with that for the last six years, um, and will continue to deal with that. Um, but I, I got really, really sick, um, mm. the beginning of the month to the, where the point that, um, I had to be rushed to the emergency room, mm. um, and was in ICU for four days, oh. um, with diabetic ketoacidosis, um, which is like, it's, it's awful. Like, yeah. I don't remember things from the Saturday night, like before my parents took me into the emergency room, mm-hmm. um, until I woke up. Um, in the ICU, like that Tuesday afternoon. Oh my gosh! Because um, I like I was in a diabetic coma. Um, oh my, my gosh, Molly! Were crazy, out of control. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I yeah, that. Um. So that was not. What led to that? Was it just um, some some complications with medicine? Um. Mm-hmm. Not really sure what all of it was. Mm-hmm. Um. But seriously, the scariest thing I've ever. Gosh. dealt with in my life yeah um, and my, my parents were completely terrified um mm. just because like you know we knew how serious like diabetes is but we had never like experienced that or like known of anybody that had been in the hospital for that mm. um but my mom was like I like whatever happened, like, please make sure that this never happens again. And mm-hmm. I was like, believe me, if I can control it, like, I'm not going through that again. Also, hospital stays are really expensive. Stupid. Like, real expensive. Anyway, that's an adulthood conversation. Right? Like, I don't even want to think about it. Uh, uh, don't want to think about it. Um, so that was, like, 
and mm-hmm. then um, my best friend from high school got married. Obviously, not this past weekend because hi, it was Thanksgiving. Yeah, um, but the weekend before Thanksgiving. Okay. Um, and I was the maid of honor in oh. her wedding, mm-hmm. so lots of different things to do with that. Yeah, um, which is a good thing, silver lining. So we're celebrating that. Absolutely that's great. Um, but yeah, so it was like I literally I got out of the hospital, and then it was wedding week. Mm-hmm. So it's like. Crazy. Yeah, you just have been crazy. moving so fast that it's like, yeah, wait yeah. a second. <laughs> Not so. Um, but yeah, so that's that's been my last month. Mm-hmm. Um, so a little nutty. But silver linings, um, I went to my mom and dad's when I felt sick mm-hmm. instead of like staying by myself. I was going to say, do you live on your own? Yeah, I okay. do. Um, okay. I live by myself. And so um, that could have ended extremely bad. Mm-hmm. Bad badly bad whatever the grammar couldn't tell you anyway um yeah so I went to my mom and dad's instead um which was good because then you know I wasn't by myself and they could take me yeah Um, so we're lining there God was definitely watching out for me yeah um, in that and so um definite silver lining in that um other things that I'm learning other good things um, my job is fantastic. Yeah. So. It sounds like you're in a good, and I think it's super, I don't, not, I don't want to say rare, but it's just hard to find those like really good times. And so I love that I'm catching you in that good time. Yeah. Because yeah. it's just, it's an, it's a weight that's undes- indescribable, indescribable <laughs> of when your job is just, you can't, yeah. you can't describe it really. Yeah. And like, not that my job, like not yeah. weren't the right fit. Yeah. Um, and I've learned that um, when your job isn't the right fit or there's there's nothing that you find joy from, like, mm-hmm. in the everyday, like, even a little thing, uh, it just makes your job really, really hard. Yeah. Um, and after a while, like, if you, if you can't see the joys in what you're doing, then it just completely drains your soul and sucks your soul. Yeah. And, um you know, the, the health of your soul affects the health of everything else. Yeah. So it's like, if I'm not in a good place, um, like mentally, then mm-hmm. my physical health and everything else is going to be completely out of whack. And yeah. if I'm not in a good place spiritually, like everything else is going to be out of whack. Yeah. And so I learned, especially in my last job, that if I'm not running all, all of my health on the best cylinders that I can, yeah. then it's, it's not going to be good and it's not going to be a good outcome. Yeah. And so I have to make sure that, um, you know, that that's happening mm-hmm. because like, number one, God wants my best. Mm-hmm. And so I need to live every day and live every, every job, everything that I'm doing mm-hmm. for that. Cause you know, we're supposed to work for God and not for man, but you know, we have bosses and things, Yeah, but like, so like, <laughs> God wants my best and then my employers want my best mm-hmm. and you know my parents want me to be the best daughter I can be and my friends want me to be the best friend I can be yeah. and you know every single relationship like they want your best yeah. and so if I'm not putting that forward then like it's it's just gonna cause chaos yeah yeah and we don't want chaos we want peace mm-hmm. praise him yeah Praise the Lord above for the Praise peace. The <laughs> well, so good. Okay, is there anything else you feel like you're celebrating, little big, whatever it is, before we move on to our next little topic? 
Um, I don't think so. What about the fact that you're just, like, enjoying wine and cheese right now? (laughs) Dude, okay. So, stress of the day. I was on vocal teams. Mm -hmm. And by vocal teams, I mean it was literally just me. It's fine. Um, Hashtag small church list. (laughs) And pro presenter crashes. Oh, sweet. In the middle of the service. Mm. I'm on stage. Our worship minister is on stage. And our IT guy is in Chicago. Oh, awesome. Right? So. I deserve this wine. The wine is what comes after that. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. What did you guys do after that? It was just kind of like a free-for-all? The guy who was running sound, like, just kept calling our IT guy until he finally picked up. Yeah. But he was also at church. Yeah. Because he was visiting his wife's family. Huh. And so he had to, like, step out of the church that was there to be like, hello. Yeah. And then apparently they just, like, turned off the computer and restarted it. And it okay. Worked. Did it, like, stop but, in the middle of a song or? Well, yeah. I mean, it, it stopped, like, literally as we were starting a song. So awesome. it was, like, doing an announcement loop. And then it just, like, wouldn't go off of the announcement loop. Oh, like, it was wow. just a step on a slide. Yeah. Like, right? Cool. Yeah. So the worship minister thankfully would like tell them what was coming mm-hmm. but ugh, it was like the whole front half of the of the service yeah just, like no lyrics and we're like dang it dang it i uh i know we yeah. should memorize lyrics but i right. don't think that we're called to do that so <laughs> so yeah, really that we should not have to memorize lyrics no honestly uh-huh. You think that being a worship leader is a very easy job. It's, it is not, it is not like, I would say it is right under that pastor role because it's like, okay, they're speaking the word, but we have to prepare them to like, you know, get the spirit coming, you know? (laughs) So, oh my gosh, it's, it's hard. I could talk to you about that all day long, all day long. long. Did we talk about how we, like the time that we actually met, did we actually talk about that? No, we didn't actually. Let's just talk about it because what you remember is going to be very different. What I remember, because when I visit home, I'm like in this, like, I don't even know how to explain it. I'm literally all over the place. My personality is that way anyway, but when I, I'm like, yeah. And I feel like every time, cause like I'm this way too, like every time I go home, I'm like, oh, I need to see this person and this person and this person and this person. Exactly. And half the time, like I don't make it to see those people, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I really should stop and see them. But then mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, it's Sunday and I have to leave. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway. Okay. So what do you remember I from to, this? I have to say how I met you, right? Yes. So what we're doing? Yes, yes, okay. yes. Cause we well, talked about West Side. That's probably why like we thought we talked about it is oh, because- yeah. We were on West Side for a while. Well, here, I will tell you the, the first slight interaction that I had with you, which is going to be really funny. So yes. when I was when I was working in Bridal, because I was working at a, at a shop in Springfield, mm-hmm. um, so I was, like, still in the area and that kind of thing, so I would have lunch with Bethany, like, on days that I didn't have to work. And um, so I met her at the church one day. We were walking out of the church, mm-hmm. and you were coming back with Brian. Mm. And you just had like, like four or five pieces of bacon in your hand, and I'm like, I'm like oh, so this is when I was still interning. Yeah, you were still interning. So it's like it was like spring because you were like you guys were working on stuff like four fathers. 
Oh my gosh, yes. Getting ready to like move home to start uh-huh. my new job, which is why I went to have lunch with Bethany. And so I'm like, who's like, who is this girl? Like, why? Why is she? Why is she carrying around bacon? That is like, hilarious. Okay, whatever. Like, cool. Yeah. West Side. You never know what's happening. And I remember I stopped to talk to Brian, and I don't even remember what you said. But I was like, this girl, what's going on? Like, is, has she had too much coffee tonight? Like, Probably. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh no, me too. And that's and I think that's why I was like, what? Because that's my life. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we're very similar. Yes. And so I remember getting into Bethany's car and I was like, okay, so that girl that was with Brian and she's like, oh, that's Steph. She's one of our new interns. Like, okay, cool. Because I think it was like Jenny had just started. Yes. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so like she was like. Steph and then she's like and you know Jenny and I was like yeah mm-hmm. um, but anyway so that was the first time that I like saw you yes like, I love I love that that was it because that was such literally I don't know if we even posted the picture but I literally spelled out happy father's day with freaking bacon My- <laughs> yeah so I was just like why does this girl have like so many so many literally just a freaking plate of bacon yeah right yeah I was like what is going on but so So, so you don't know what you get into that one. You never know. Um, we did do a bacon night for student ministry. There we go. Like, so, That's you know, awesome. Um, but yeah, but then the first time that I like actually met you mm-hmm. and interacted with you was that the Thursday night rehearsal. Mm-hmm. Um, the Sunday that we were both. I don't remember what Eric said about me. What did he say? Well, he didn't like. He didn't really say me. Well, he said something in the email, but I'm just like, you're snarky. Stop it. <laughs> I was like, what? great. Um, but yeah, so we were both home, and, oh, see, there you go. I was saying, let's stay home, because it is. Anyway, yes. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> um, so he was like, and the email was like, yeah, Molly and Steph will both be home, so that would be fun. Cool. Um, and then you, like, came into rehearsal late. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. We ran through, like, we ran through everything, and I'm like, okay, cool, Steph, whatever. Why was I late? Did I fly I in that day or something? I think you did. Uh, okay, I don't know. I don't remember why, but you were, like, you had texted Eric and you were like, hey, I'm going to be, like, half an hour late. Well, honestly, it was also, like, <laughs> I don't know why I always thought, what did, do rehearsals start at 6? I feel like they yeah. would have started at 6, and for some reason it was in my head that they started at 6.30. So there was twice that when I actually interned there that I would show up at 6.30. So I was didn't know if it was That's one of those. That's so funny. <laughs> May have been one of those times. Well, and when I interned there, which isn't, this isn't a thing anymore, but they would do, like, dinner for yes. Literally, I got the I, the first and the first time I did worship was the last time they did it, and I was like, "Why are we ending this when I start? This is unfair. I am a poor college graduate." So, and then when I worked, like when I was like full time working there as an admin, like that was part of my job was to like arrange all of that, which was insane, crazy, yeah, crazy, insane. Um, but it was a good, like it was a great idea. Mm-hmm. I loved the idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so Thursday night rehearsal. And we had run through everything, and we were, like, in that in-between period before we were going to, like, do it like we would do it on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And you, you just started talking to me, and you are like, so, like, talk about your life. So, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, cool. And so I was like, oh, I live in Indiana. And you were like, 
Oh my gosh, I went to Indian Wesleyan. I remember this, yes. Like, so happy about it. Girls. Shut up. <laughs> I was like, I was like, Eric, don't tell me what to do. Stop. And I, was, I was staying at at his house because Jen was like, Hey, since you're gonna be in town, like, you just want to stay here. And I was yeah. like, Yeah, sure. So he gets home. He gets home that night, and he's like, Um, so you and Steph talk a lot. <laughs> and I was like, Yeah, yeah, we do. <laughs> he has no room to talk because he's a talker too, so he right? can. That's, uh, I honestly think, like, that's my, with him, he can, I think he does a really, really good switch of, I'm a leader, but then I'm also, like, this guy that you can just get to talk to. I don't know. He just, he has a really good balance of that. Um, But it was the Sunday that we were both on that I, like, hit the mic stand onto your piano, right? That was you? (laughs) Yes, I forgot about that. When I just... Sorry. <laughs> I, was like, right. I, I think you did it. You did it, and then I was like, I started playing with one hand, and I just went like, like <laughs> moved it back like, up. Hit it, hit it up. Yes, I honestly, I think that was like the last. I think that was the last service because I remember it happening, and it was like I can't. You can't look back because you don't know where right. the you don't know where the video is. Like you don't know if they're on your face. Right. You just can't. You can't risk so anything. You just like turn around and then be like, oh. Mhm. Mhm. Exactly. Um, so I remember hearing it I though. Yes, it was eleven thirty then for sure. Yeah. Or whichever so one it is. Or whatever that service time is now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eleven fifteen, I think. But whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So because I like I always get so nervous during that one. Like, mm, really. Not the eleven. Not the eleven. Whatever, the ten twenty. I can't remember. 10, I get so confused at which one they are being at different churches now. It's like what a right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the one that they put online, mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, I'm so nervous. Mm-hmm. Which, that's, the Sunday, the Sunday that we were together was also the one where um, I, like, totally missed, I was playing the um, communion, like, as they were passing, mm-hmm. and Eric was like, yeah, you're the one that's gonna be, like, driving this whole thing, and I'm like, okay, great. Cool. Played, like, eight wrong chords that were, like, not even in the chord progression. Solid. And Eric was, Eric was like, nice key change? Yeah. Question mark? And I'm like. That's exactly what it is. We made it. Yeah. We made it through. We're, we're there. No one died. That's really like. No one died. Jesus is still on the throne. Jesus. If there, nothing can take him off the throne, so really we can't we're worry about anything. It. That's my, that's my go-to. Like, yes. Oh my gosh. That's so good. Jesus is still on the throne, so we're fine. Yeah. So really anything, anything in worship, anything in the church, anything that happens, it's okay. No matter how horrible it can seem in the moment. No matter if it makes you drink wine at the end of the night, Jesus is still on the throne. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Yes. Okay, I'm so glad you had me go back to that because yes. I thought we already talked about it, but that's Yeah, I kind awesome. of did too, but then I was like, what's wait, question already? Wait. <laughs> yeah. What? What? Where did that go? Um, well, then I remember too, I feel like you listened to my podcast like right after I left. Like you... Uh, yeah, I did. Um... So, first of all, just, like, thank you for being someone that listens to it. I, it's just so good. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. I s- seriously so appreciate it. There was another girl that I um, interviewed a couple weekends ago who, um, I don't, I've, I've never met her in my life, but she just started following me, and uh-huh. it was, like, 
it was just so weird to be on the other side of someone giving compliments and like saying, I don't know. Cause I've always, I've fangirled so hard on so many different people and to have yeah. someone do that for me. I was like, I don't know. Like, You're like, I'm not that cool. Yeah. Right. It was so flattering, so incredibly flattering. So even like, even though we've met once, it's still, it's like, uh, it just amazes me. So thank you. (laughs) You're so welcome. Yeah, no, I like listen to your podcast, like, as I'm at the gym, Mm -hmm. because like, I do cardio, Mm -hmm. I hate cardio, Mm -hmm. but you have to Mm -hmm. anyway. And so I'm like, oh, I'm going to listen to this podcast. And I listen to like a lot of like leadership ones or like just random like I listen to this is probably terrible but um are you a bachelor um kind of sort of but I is it the okay. one with the three girls that in oh no it's not <laughs> what where was I going <laughs> I don't remember what it's called it's, not, it's with oh. three girls that were on the bachelor but I can't remember the name of it okay it's not that one okay but I uh-huh. One. And so I'm like, okay, so like that's my like little trashy one. Yeah. I mean she's not trashy, but you just like, you gotta have it. Reality, right, the Absolutely. reality star. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then I'm like, okay, I need to listen to like things that are just entertaining but also that I can learn from mm-hmm. all of that. And so I have yours and then I have um another one which I can't really look up right now because I'm talking to it myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but like it's they're funny but I'm like oh like that's a that's a good like life nugget. Oh so thanks. Like, Have you heard way. of Jamie Ivy? Okay, that's another one. You got to be careful because, like, it's like anything of books of when you're told to read books. It just like adds a list of things. So I've given you a book right. and a podcast on this one. So, yeah, so. um, but Jane, it's just Happy Hour with Jamie Ivy. It's so um, okay. I think when did I start listening to her? Probably, probably like two years ago. She's been in it for two or three years, so she has like over a hundred interviews. Um, I also listen to Jen Hatmaker's podcast. Yes. Because I think that she's freaking hilarious. Is she? Okay, I haven't listened to hers. I'm yeah. going to write hers down, too, because... Yeah. Um, it's called For the Love. Okay. So many people yeah. have... Um, I honestly think it was maybe the last girl I interviewed, and then another one of my friends that is podcasting that does adulting What's That. She... Okay. Um, have you l- listened to hers at all? I listened to your interview with her. Okay. I think you would enjoy but hers. Yes. Um, I think that you would enjoy hers because um, we were actually going to start a podcast together and then didn't. And so I love that we both get to podcast together but do separate things in it. Um, But she listens to Jen Hatmaker a lot, I think, is her, the one that told me. But anyway, she's cool too. So there's two podcasts. There you go. Sweet. There you go. Cool. Oh, my gosh. There's literally – there's so many things. like. My podcast just got passed, I don't know, to be on Spotify, but it literally, like, overwhelms me to think that there's other places other than iTunes that have podcasts. Like, not all yeah. podcasts are on the iTunes. Right. Like, um, but there's so many of them. Also, Stitcher? Yes. Yes. Tuned in. Tuned in? I've never heard of that yeah. one. Yeah. Thanks so, for check it out. another fun fact about myself, um, I want to be a social mastermind that's like one of my life goals yes so I got interviewed for this um 
young church leaders thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so one of the things that I like put in my bio for it was that I'm aspiring to be a social media mastermind, <laughs> um, just because like some of my job is marketing and all of that kind of stuff too. Yeah. And so they were like, they, they were getting ready to launch a podcast. And so the guy who was like in charge of it was like, Hey, will you help me like launch this, mm-hmm. do all of the social media posts for it and all of that kind of stuff. And so that's the only reason that I know like all of those different things. Oh, that's cool. They, like, they're on all of them. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I didn't even know that you could do outside of iTunes. Literally like, had what? no idea. What? What? I bought like a, it was like a starter kit for a podcast. It's so cool. I'm really, really thankful for it, but it kind of just gave like steps one from like dreaming about the idea to actually like putting it into practice um and it she gave you all the different things to put it on and yeah stitcher i'd never heard of um the only reason i even know spotify is because my brother asked me if mine was on spotify and i was like i don't even know like i thought spotify was just music other than taylor swift yeah (laughs) but but she's back on so don't worry about it she's back um so yeah I nonstop listened to it. I wasn't. This is how I always am with Taylor Swift. Ever I since. I saw your, your Instagram story the other day. Finally into it. This is it. Just anything after 1989 has been. I think Red is when it just was like. Okay. I just loved her the whole time. You're going. Well, here's the thing is I've always loved her too. But then I get like this like, okay, you're going a little different. And I love like your country thing. So now I just like don't. Then I'm, I'm just not really sure right. where she's going, and then I listen to two songs, and I'm done. That's pretty much where it's at. Like, yeah. I fall I into it. really nostalgic. Like, honestly, yes. I have all of her stuff on my iTunes, mm-hmm. um, and I just get really nostalgic, and sometimes and I'm like, I just want to listen to Tim McGrath. Oh, yeah. That's it. Oh, like, first hit. White Horse. Let's just go back to, like, the... But then I'm like, oh, I just need, like... My like my 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 girl anthem. Yes. And then it's like the new stuff. And yes. It's great. It's great. great. For, the, for the crossover. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I have I one friend. Um, she's been on it on my podcast before. Her name's Allie Croom, and she is obsessed with Taylor Swift. She's yes. the one. Um, trying to think. We talked about traveling abroad and stuff, but she was earlier on in the um, first season. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think all that matters to me is as long as she still loves Taylor Swift as much as she did before Taylor Swift put out her, like, album after album, you know? Like, as long as you love, as long as she loves her, I will support Taylor wherever she's at. Because I just don't want Allie to be let down. That's kind of where I'm at. (laughs) Taylor, don't let my girl down. Okay? So I literally, when Taylor's new album came out, I was like, Allie, explain to me what these songs mean. Because I don't, I don't understand them. She sent me, like, I'm not joking you, like, a 20-minute video explaining every single song. Like within it, it was wonderful. So, it was one wonderful. Of my dogs as maid of honor for the wedding that I was in a couple weeks ago, Lindsay was like, "Okay, I just need you to put together a playlist mm-hmm. for getting ready for the day of." And I'm like, "Okay, well, what do you want on it?" She's like, "Country and Taylor Swift's new album." Solid. She was like, "She was like, no, no sad songs, no slow songs, yes, no, I love you songs because I will cry." Mm-hmm. She's like. But then uh, she's like, other than that, any kind of country thing you want, and Taylor Swift's new album. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, got it. Done. I, I, like, was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm going to throw some Justin Bieber in there. Absolutely. Always. Great. He's a and good throwback like, for sure. She was like, whatever. Yeah. Oh, man. And some 90s rap. It's fine. Gosh, man. 
Oh my goodness. Okay, okay. We could literally talk about this for ages. We could. Give me some nuggets of wisdom. Nuggets of wisdom. Wherever you're at. I was like, when you sent me the questions, I was like, I'm freaking 25. I don't know any nuggets of wisdom. Oh, you do. Oh, you do. I also like the fact that you use the word nuggets. (laughs) Because I'm just going to tell you this and then I'll actually like tell you my nuggets. Um, I was on Twitter the other day. And one of my friend's sisters tweeted, and she was like, um, whoever one of the Jenner girls is dating calls her by a food nickname. And she's, and my friend's sister was like, I just want a boy who will do that for me. And I was like, um, mine would be chicken nugget. <laughs> like, just let me be yeah. your chicken nugget. <laughs> like, that would be my food nickname. Like, I love that. Hey, little chicken nugget. Honestly, I don't even know. I I gotta give credit to my roommate from college because she always would say like "you little nugget," and that's just been her thing. So I think yeah. that may have like you know did 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 come to here, but you know. Yeah. All right, yeah. give me some. Anyways, Let's go. Nugget. Okay. So my first one is how do I don't I'm trying to figure out how to word it the best way. Um, find what you're passionate about. And just go for it. Love it. Because it's, like, the job that I'm in right now, like, if I would have been, like, oh, this is kind of what I want to do, but I don't really know if I want to do it, Mm -hmm. then I would have been, like, super hesitant and would have been, like, uh, Mm -hmm. no, like, I'm done where I am, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I wouldn't, like, be completely and totally in love with what I'm doing. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, you wouldn't have so given like, it a chance whatsoever to like yeah. taking that leap and yeah yeah and it's like again kind of like what we're talking about like with your internship thing like if you fall you fall mm-hmm. and hopefully if it's something that you're passionate about something that you love doing the people that are around you will have enough grace and enough leadership to just be like you know what that didn't go the way that you wanted it to and mm-hmm. the way that we hoped that it Enneagram is my jam. Yeah, and so I'm a seven, so it's like mm, shoot, girl. Like I'm all in or I'm not. Yeah. And so, um, and I didn't ever realize that about myself until I took that. And I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, like that—that's me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, because it's funny because like as soon as I took it, I texted Bethany because she's like obsessed with it. Oh yeah, that's yeah. the only reason I got started was because of Westside. I can give Westside yeah. so much credit for half yeah. of my life right and now. So I was like Bethany. Yeah. So, two times I've gotten a seven, mm-hmm. and two times I've gotten a four. Mm-hmm. Which is like the individual. Like, yeah. I want to be my own person, which is also me. Yes. Because I'm like, yes. don't tell me who to be. Like, I'm going to be who God created me to be. Mm-hmm. For sure. I, I don't want to fit a mold. Yeah. And so, like, and that's very four. Mm-hmm. And so I like I texted Bethany, and I was like. I keep getting fours and sevens. She was like, how many times are you taking? I was like, four. And she's like, 
what are you doing? And I'm like, I don't, ooh. And she's like, okay. And so, anyway, so finally came to realize that I am a seven, Mm -hmm. not a four. There we go. Yeah, you just got to do a little research, a little digging. You'll figure it out. A little digging. It's fine. Mm Self-awareness. Which is my next one. Mm -hmm. Okay. Be, like, okay. And I think that I'm on this kick a lot. Number one, because I'm, like, struggling with it right now. And number two, I used to work with middle school and high school students, and Mm -hmm. they, like, struggle with it like crazy. Like, identity is huge. Mm -hmm. Like, overall... And it doesn't matter how old you are, like, whether you're 5, 15, 25, like, Dude. 50, you struggle with who you are um, in whatever season of life that you're in. Mm-hmm. And um, so, like, right now, just kind of being a little vulnerable, um, keep talking about this wedding because it was, you know, consuming my life for the last year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that friend was the last of my friends from high school and college to get married. Mm. And so, like, all of my friends are married. Mm-hmm. Like, they're all, like, doing things with their spouses. And I'm, I'm not bitter. No, you I'm love not, it and you want to celebrate right? it and support it. I love it and I love the fact that, you know, they found those people. But then sometimes I'm like, okay, God, like, I'm ready. Like, oh, for sure. What up? Like, mm-hmm. when's this happening? Doing all this work for you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, like, let's figure it out. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, how many times have I thought that and not been content like with who I am because like whenever I think those things I'm like okay so then what do I need to change Mm -hmm. in order to get like this boy to think that I'm great or whatever um and so I'm always like no that's not that's not how it should be and that's not how I should think about it and so like being aware of number one my tendencies to do that and number two, like, just realizing that my identity comes from who Jesus says that I am and yeah. not what other people say that I am. Yeah. Um, like, huge game changer, obviously. Um, but then it's like, when I was in high school, I was like, okay, like, I'll be done with this when I'm 25. Hi, I'm like... Here no, we are I'm again. Turning, I'm turning 26 in April, and I'm like, literally just had that thought today. Like... Oh, my okay, gosh. Like, when um, people say adulting is... You think it's going to be easier? People don't ever say it's easier, but you think it is when you're 18, 17, in high school. In college, even. You're like, I just want to be out of this. And you're out of it. And you're like, can I go back into that? Literally. Oh, my gosh. There's so much of... Well, and then there's, like, what I've been trying to kind of sit in is, okay, what are the goods about adulting? What... What do I actually get to enjoy about it? Which is kind of, it's not that I ever do this whatsoever, but it's like, I can have, well, I do do sleepovers whenever I want, but it's like, I can have sleepovers whenever the frick I want. And then, but then another one is like, even if I'm not going to, I could have a guy stay the night if I want. (laughs) Like, there's just, I'm an adult and I can make these decisions. Um, But even with that, it's like, there's this good, but there's just like, there's so much easiness in being told go to your seven to nine class and then do your homework and then yeah but they don't prepare you for the once you get the diploma and you're not being told what you want to do yeah oh my gosh right yeah so yeah just like identity things and love it self-assessment self-awareness yeah um which the enneagram like i think is so incredibly helpful oh my god in that like that one, and when I interned for CIY, mm-hmm. there was a test that we took, and it was, I don't even remember what it's called anymore, um, 
but those two in and of themselves, like the most I've ever, and I went to Lincoln, so we took like literally all of the oh, yeah. assessments known to man, yeah. like 12 times mm-hmm. over, and you're like, I took this one, I'm a lion. Yeah. I know this. Like, I know which animal you know, I am. I'm I, like whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I've taken all of them, and then I went to CIY, and they were like, here, take this, and I'm like, I've literally taken all of these assessments yeah. before. And then they were like, no, this, and I'm like, what? Yeah, mind blown. Like, nailed my personality, mind blown. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. And then, so I was like, okay, I got myself, like, all figured out. And then Bethany was like, oh, Enneagram. And I'm like, I have to take this. Yeah. I have to. And I think I was at the Goodmans again the first time I took it. And I was like, "Um, Eric, the Enneagram says I'm a seven. And he's like, yeah, you are. (laughs) like... You're technically not supposed to tell people what numbers they are, but it's, like, very... Once you figure it out, you're like, mm, speaking truth. Right, because I... Well, okay, I was like, what did I I say to him? I was like, oh, I'm going to take the Enneagram. And he's like, okay, well, tell me what your number is. And I'm like, no, no. Yeah. And he's like... and But then he's Eric, and he just, like, kept pestering me. He's like, so you can tell me what your number is? And I'm like, I'm not even done with the test. Yeah. (laughs) Nothing. So he's like, so I, I finally get done. He's like, what'd you get? Yeah. I'm like, Fine, I'm a seven. <laughs> he's like, oh, I knew it. Sorry, I already knew that. He's like, uh, yeah, you are. I'm like, okay, great. Thank you. Thanks Dude, you. the Enneagram, yeah. I could, mm. Yeah. But yeah, just being like completely aware of who you are and like the tendencies and the way that you think mm-hmm. about things. Um, that's like, this huge. It's a game changer. Because like, huge. once you are able to be like, I think this way, but I really should think about it this way. It's yeah. easier to change the pattern and to change your thinking. For sure. And to see it. it, and I think what I love that Enneagram does is gives you the, here's a super healthy version of yourself and here's when you're not. Yes. So when you're yeah. here, I'm not saying that this is like the most horrible person you could ever be, but also this isn't where you need to be. This isn't where you should right. be. So this how can we get you know, it just seeing it in that healthy, unhealthy, I think gives you way, it's just a more positive light on it rather than saying you suck here, but you're awesome here. So how do you fill that gap? No, you're just unhealthy. So how do we get back to being healthy? Like it's easier to measure it. So no, those are, those are great nuggets. Yeah. Which, yeah. So I guess my third one, I think this is my last one that I have. Mm -hmm. It's just overall health. Mm -hmm. Because you know, when you, almost died oh yeah basically which mm-hmm. is like my, my life mm-hmm. um last month um you like it puts things in perspective first mm-hmm. of all mm-hmm. and then and like so i was like in the hospital bed when you know i finally woke up and i'm like okay so my physical health is off right now which means that my mental my emotional my social my spiritual health are all off mm-hmm. so I need to get this in check so that way I can get all the rest of these in check. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, once I did that, it it made more sense as to like why my mental state was off before and why like my emotions were so out of whack because mm-hmm. my hormones were out of whack because mm-hmm. insulin is a hormone. Mm-hmm. And so it's like my emotions were out of whack because I wasn't feeling well and mm-hmm. it wasn't doing what it was supposed to. And mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just like making sure that every aspect of your health is in the best state that it can possibly be in, which Mm -hmm. again takes 
self-awareness, you know, and knowing your identity and mm-hmm. knowing how you think and yeah, all of that. Kind of thing. For sure. Um, but yeah, like that's, that's been like my biggest, I guess, goal for here on now. Um, 2018 just, New Year's resolution. Yeah. yeah. I mean, every, every year I'm always like, oh, I'm going to get healthy. Or mm-hmm. um, but it's like, you have to. Yeah. Like, especially being in a mystery context because you like, even though my my official title is not a minister, mm-hmm. I, I still like work for a church and all that kind of thing. But mm-hmm. you know, I, I lead people and people expect things of me, and mm-hmm. so um, if I am not at my best, then number one, I can't lead well, and number two if people see that I'm being faith about being at my best, Mm -hmm. there goes all my credibility Mm -hmm. and all of the, the relationship that I was trying to build with those people in order to lead um, and have them be leaders. Mm -hmm. Um, But then also no one likes a phony person. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, if, if I'm not doing what I, what I'm preaching and what I'm saying that I like am doing, if I'm like, Oh, I go to the gym three times a week. Mm -hmm. And one of the people who's volunteering in my, my communications ministry works at the Y. Yeah. And I'm not there three times a week. Like I say, I am. She's like, Oh no, Molly's a liar. Yeah. What else does she lie about? (laughs) Right. And so it's like having that credibility and having, you know, being who you say you are and actually working toward achieving your goals. Yeah. Um, it's huge. That's good. That's really good. Because I think, and they, like you said, they all really tie together and it's harder. It's easier th- said than done for sure. So right. it's yeah. more just, yeah, finding like that. Okay. What's the first step to lead yeah. to that? Okay. Yeah. Um, so to tie up all of this, this is the three questions that I sent you, like the like one, two, three quickie kind of <laughs> quickie um it's fine um it's more I just added it for the second season so I'm still like getting a feel for it but I really do want it to be real quick at the end kind of just like a closing kind of fun little thing so what are you loving what are you learning and what do you want to punch in the face yes (laughs) okay so Dude, you just do you, but, you know, like, okay. try to condense it a little I bit. I there was, like, a way that you wanted it. Mm-mm. You do you. Okay. You do you. Okay. So, what am I learning? Right now, I'm learning that I am not very good at organization, even though I'm a type A person. Here we go. Because my apartment's a mess. It's a hot mess. Yeah. It's real gross. I like went you. home from lunch today after church, and I was like, I left the people that I was having lunch with, and I was like, I'm, they were like, oh, I'm going to go nap, I was like, I'm going to go home and clean my apartment, because yeah. it's disgusting. It's needed. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's what I'm learning. Okay. That's all right. It's good to learn that. Yeah. <laughs> um, what am I loving? Um, obviously, T-Swift's new album. Always. Always. Um, I'm also loving that it's Christmas time. <laughs> so... Yeah. Okay. So here's a question for you. Yeah. Are you the person that's like, I can put up Christmas things before Thanksgiving or do you have to wait? Oh, I'm like, I could have it all year round. I'd be fine. 
See, I like. Are you the I one that's after? Wait. I have to wait until after Thanksgiving because here. Okay, so people don't understand my love for Thanksgiving. Mm. Like I love, I love Thanksgiving mm-hmm. because my father's a football coach. Okay, mm-hmm. so like the little girl, um, Hayden Panettiere's character in Remember the Titans. It's you. It's me as a child. Like growing <laughs> up, like that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like my dad had football players who were like hi, do you know someone in Hollywood? Because that little girl is basically, like, is your daughter. <laughs> That's you know, awesome. No. Because um, it's team to watch it every year. Anyway, so, like, uh, the fact that there is a holiday where I can eat all day mm-hmm. and watch football all day mm-hmm. and take a nap. Three of the best things. <laughs> three of the best things. And, ready, number four, there's no special church service. Very true. Right? So mm. it's like Thanksgiving, best holiday ever, ever. When you do work at a church, so it's like, so good. Yes. Right, right. So I'm like, okay, I love this holiday. Love it. So, and my mom is also that person that's like, we can't put the tree up before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think I like honestly got it from my mother. Yeah. But I went to go home for Thanksgiving, you know, this past week. And I was sitting on my couch on Tuesday because I was going home Wednesday. And I took to my mom and I was like, I really don't want to have to put my tree up when I come back. And my mom was like, well, you could put it up now. And I was like, do you realize who you're talking to? Yeah, I don't think I can, I don't think I can I find like, the power no, to do it. No. So I like, I just put the tree up. Mm-hmm. I didn't put any of the lights on it. Yeah. And so I like just decorated it when I got yes i know honestly we had three christmas songs at church today and i was like all right this is it here we go i'm okay with it let's go i mean i'm good with that as long as it wasn't before thanksgiving Mm -hmm. yeah i have a friend that like doesn't like stuff for christmas until maybe like christmas day like she's very much like that's my brother hold it hold on guys my brother's like um, what are we for Christmas? I don't know. It's not December 15th yet. Yeah. So, I, like, can't tell you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay. what do you mean you can't tell me? That's not fair. Like, I'm like, I need to buy you something. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know how much it takes to ship in 10 days? We need, I need a little more buffer time, all right? Give me at least December more. 12th. <laughs> like, come on. I need more. I was like, Matt, you used to work for UPS. You gotta know. Literally, you know. Yeah. You know. Too good. Okay, so what do you want to punch in the face? Oh, I, th- I think, I, I, I don't, I don't understand them. I don't. I don't understand how each state has its own type of driver and how no state really has a good type of driver, really. Right. Okay, so tell me, okay, so obviously, like, California is crazy. Yeah. Traffic is crazy all the time, yeah. so we're not even going to go there. Yeah. Okay, so a bad Indiana driver, oh, if you gosh. were at Iowa. What was that? Oh, gosh. Dude. It's like you don't even know how to explain it until you're there <laughs> in it of, like, this is this is Indiana and this is a driver of Indiana. Um, I would just say it's, like, more of, like, a the slow, just, like, take it easy. And maybe that's just, yeah. honestly, the coming from California to here of everyone's just so fast-paced. Yeah. Um, well, I feel like I'm not the typical Indiana driver, but mm-hmm. I feel like I have a lead foot. Mm-hmm. And so I, like, drive around. Or like literally anywhere in Illinois except for Chicago. I love driving to Chicago. Me too. It's so weird. I love it. Dude, I love it. So yeah. So 
so I'm like driving anywhere south of Chicago in Chicago like south of Chicagoland mm-hmm. and I'm like why do you suck at driving <laughs> yes. like why yeah. why don't use your turn signal you just like break in the middle of like a oh yeah right on the what's it called the merging oh my gosh people in california don't know how to merge to save their lives um like the other day i was coming back to matthew and from my parents house literally almost got hit by a semi because they didn't let me in to merge onto the interstate and then like what and then i looked at the plates illinois illinois (laughs) classic Oh, yeah. It makes sense. Okay. That's a really good one. Especially because I think everybody has that frustration wherever they go. Everyone has their, I hate this state. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But the the biggest thing that I've seen is that people in Illinois just don't use their turn signals. Honestly? Yeah. Like, a huge pet peeve. Yeah. I know. I don't like it either. I can't even, I can't really. Because I'm like, why are you just sitting here? Yeah, that makes more sense. Awesome. One thing that's good about Indiana is that because they have like that little space that you can go around somebody when they are turning left. Yes, yes. Indiana did it right in that for sure. Yeah, they did. That's why they're the best. They really are. I mean, if I was going to choose, I would only choose Illinois because of my family. But Indiana actually, I think would be. It's the best state ever. Would be it. Yeah. 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 Okay, well, this has been so awesome to talk so with you. Good. Yeah. Thank you for being a fan of this podcast, first of all. Second of all, for reaching out and wanting to be on it. That it's, yes. I was telling Coley, um, the last girl that I interviewed, of like, she asked why I kind of reached out. And I don't know, I couldn't tell you why, but I was reading back through some prayers that I've had the last, like, I don't know, probably like within the last few months between like the, with the season break of, I don't, I didn't really know where I want it to go. Um, and just kind of praying about that. And I don't know, just, I don't know where this kind of thought came of like, why don't you just interview people you don't know at all or like slash wouldn't necessarily be on your list because you, you're not close with them. You know, I only really thought it's going to be my good friends. It's going to be my family, but I run out of those fairly quickly. So where's that going to lead next? Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I don't, cool. If I get a big name, like Hannah Brincher would be amazing to have on my podcast or just like, who else have I emailed? I don't remember, but just bigger names to me that I look up to. Cool. Awesome. But that's, I'm not in this to have all these followings because I had this person on here. Like this is just, I want to have that real vulnerable thing and here it is. So thank you for being a part of it. You're so welcome. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Of course. Let's stay in contact. Keep me updated on your job. Yes. You know. For sure. Yeah. Keep me updated on your California life adventures. Yeah. Who the frick I knows? Mean, I'll, just, I'll just stalk you on Instagram. It's fine. That's what I do. It's fine. I no love Instagram with all my heart, but sometimes hate it. So, yeah. you know, it's like a hit or miss. So. I mean, that's kind of what you might want to punch in the face. Oh, always. Actually. Yes. Always. Always. Oh my gosh, so good to talk with you. Also, love your shirt. Oh, thank you. Um, I will give you a lowdown on this company. Walk so by love. Oh, what? Walk by uh, love. So, walk in love. Walk you in love. Yes, yes, yeah, I have. Yeah. So, I did an internship in college. Mm-hmm. Um, 
out in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, which is where they are located. Okay. And so I've heard of them there because the youth minister at the church I was working at, his wife is friends with the people that own the company. Mm, I love it. I actually have a shirt that says Victory and then another one that says Hallelujah. So yes. I'm all about them. Uh, yeah, they're having their cyber weekend sale, so you should go. I can't. I, I can't look. 30% off. <laughs> I can't. Online. Come on. I don't have money. Uh, I've been spending money I don't have. I can't. Being poor sucks. It really does. Or it's more, okay, it's Christmas. I need to start thinking of people that aren't myself. <laughs> I need to start giving gifts. Let's be real. That's what it is. I have to be generous towards other people, uh, not just myself. I, I feel you. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. That's, that, was my, that was my shout out for them. There we go. Or not. Yeah. Seriously. I actually just wrote them down because I need not sponsors, but trying to figure out like who can I reach out to to support the podcast in a way. And I want it to be businesses like theirs that are um like little small local businesses, I guess, ethically like yeah. right. Do you follow them? Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I follow them separately, but I do follow Walk in Love. So, yeah. You should message TJ, because he's the one that does all the side of things. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I'm going to write his name down so I don't forget. Okay. TJ Macedes is his name. TJ. Sweet. All right, girl, thanks so much. You're so welcome. Great to catch up. Yes, I will hopefully see you sometime soon. Yeah, right? I mean, when I'm in Illinois... Come on down. (laughs) All right. See you, girl. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. And there you guys have it. Molly's awesome. You guys are awesome. Thank you for joining me this week. I can't stink and wait for next week's chip chat. And y'all hold on. Valentine's Day is this coming week. You've got this. Whether you're dating somebody or not. And marriage, wherever you're at. Celebrate the love. Guys, leave a review on iTunes or wherever the heck you listen. Um, Still waiting on 20 reviews because, yo, I'm going to send you a gift card in the mail as well as probably just call you up and say thank freaking you. All right, guys, have a great weekend and I'll see you next week.